I detected you on our sensors. I couldn't believe it. You're here. I said I would be. I keep my word. Won't you join us on Cortez One? We have rooms where you can relax. If you prefer to be concealed, we can... For now, it is better if I keep my distance. When the time is right, I will join you. Of course. You might attract too much attention at the conference. Your suit, it's beautiful. Like a bronze statue. My suit is functional, like your own. It protects you from the dangers of... from the dangers of space. I didn't mean to... It's just... We've been planning this for so long. My plan is not something a child like you could understand. Of course not. It's against everything in me to be so servile to another, but I just... What are you doing? I can't kneel and kiss your glove in space. I'm attempting to genuflect. Stop. It's grotesque. For the next several hours, all I require is your silent obedience. You and the rest of your cohort in Chachiron. Yes, of course, sir. No. Don't call me sir. Call me my name. The name your father calls me. Yes! Grossmeister. Return to your home. We have much to do. Exoplanetary, the adventures of the space-faring Wolverton family and their friends far in the future. Tonight's episode, Dr. Hansen, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Exoplanetary. When you told me that you wanted to look in on an old friend, I thought we might be heading home to Earth's solar system, not here. But she's not a friend so much as a... a colleague. Her signal tells me that she's here on Cortez-1. I haven't been here since the launch of the Exo-Travelers. Edgar and Grant live here, along with the rest of their family. The Kidding family occupies a series of apartments in the Northern Hemisphere. Cortez-1 is an entire space station, carved out of a giant asteroid. It also houses thousands of the family's servants, a small village for community needs, enough docking space for scores of spaceships, and, of course, the convention center. That's astonishing. I only really saw a small bit of it when I was here. It's like a sandcastle dug out like a jack-o'-lantern. Giant ant hill in space. I expect my colleague is here for something to do with the science conference being held in the Southern Hemisphere. I see. And you think she can help you figure out your connection to Catherine? She might. Then again, this could lead nowhere, but if anyone can help me, it's her. Well, I can probably discreetly entertain myself at the science conference while you take a look. I appreciate it, Alice. It's nothing. Once we're docked, we can- oh, wow. I hate parallel docking. So pull half the length aside from the ship in front of us. I'm not sure I understand, but oh, oh, no, no, wait, now, now I do. Looking good, right, Mm mm-hmm, looking good. There, that wasn't so hard, was it? Ah, we just got this ship. (laughs) We don't want to scrape the paint. 
pardon me. Okay. Pardon me, yes. Pardon me. Over there. That's them over here. Oh my. Security androids. Hello, I'm the Venerable August Rutherford. I'm actually an invited guest to this conference. I'm supposed to be speaking on a panel about... Oh, it's you! Of course it is, old friend! Do I have to call you Venerable One? Estelle! Of course not, my friend. It's been so long. I haven't seen you since matriculation. And the party that night. Are you alright? You look sweaty. Yes, sorry. It's been many years since I've been around so many... so many people. I may have developed a little bit of a social anxiety. How unfortunate for you. You don't seem to be so crowded now, though. My personal security androids. I call them Zip, Zap, and Zop. Quiet down, kids. They're certainly intimidating. I uh, also wanted to thank you for inviting me to the conference. I was worried that everyone had forgotten me. How could I forget my dearest childhood friends? This is my big debut. The family is finally giving me some power over the company, and this conference will help me decide which projects EXO will take on over the next few years. Not only do I want to hear what you've been up to, I want you both to advise me. Both? Didn't I mention that Brother Dustin was coming? No? Well, now you know. That's confusing. Someone just told me he's dead. I hope not. That would be embarrassing. I would have thought you'd mention this before I sent the invite. Well, what's your excuse? Zip says that Brother Dustin just docked in Amber Zone 7. So, there you go. The latest gossip. I'll have to ask him about all of this. Yes, we're all going to have plenty of time to catch up. Ugh, the crush of humanity has an unpleasant odor. Let's make way to the VIP lounge. What do you say? Lead on. Thank you, everyone. Please find your seats. And now, presenting his talk on the technological discoveries of Calvert Wolverton, Please welcome Dr. Elliot Hanscom. Oh, I meant Hanscom. Sorry. Dr. Hanscom. Nope. Gosh. <laughs> That's quite all right, Shirley. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, excuse me. Gentle beings, two years ago, Sorry. the first exoport was erected above the orbit of Jupiter. It is a larger replica of a machine created on the planet Earth oh, whoopsie. by the long-missing scientist Calvert Wolverton. While the reasons for this hurriedly abandoned Can invention are unimportant for now, the effects on every aspect of modern sorry. life have been felt by each of us. Oh, I, sorry. Suddenly, the wider universe has been open to humanity, and Exoplanetary has reaped the financial sorry. benefits. Uh, excuse me, uh, is, is there anyone sitting here? Could, could I just... Uh, thank you. This discovery, reverse engineering Wolverton's creation, has led to a wider reappraisal on his work as an inventor. Ah, uh, oh yes. Oh, th thank you so much. My name's Brother Dustin. Where do I get a name tag? Ahem. This reappraisal has led to us poring over the notes and devices he left behind in his lab. And examining the finer points of the exoport, we've made some fascinating discoveries, which my colleague, Professor Ernst, from the Arachnus system, will explain. Oh, spider! Contain yourself, madam. 
While I may have the appearance of your earth spiders, I am every bit deserving of dignity and respect. I apologize. Go on. I'll just listen with my eyes closed. Please continue, Professor. In the wake of the war between the planets of our system, the Arachnidians have undergone something of a renaissance. We have discovered that the exoports greatly resemble a teleportation device created by our spacefaring ancestors. How do you account for this? Members of the Voverton family and their associates were among the first human visitors to the Arachnus system. We believe they must have encountered the technology uh, during the war. Thank you, Professor. Of course, Wolverton didn't merely steal the Arachnidian teleportation system. He stabilized a fault that made it unable to transport living cargo. We've been focusing our research on these stabilizing features and discovered something quite unexpected. There were rumors that Wolverton was working on time travel technology before his disappearance. These stabilizers greatly resemble certain elements in the early working models Wolverton left behind in his laboratory on Venus. For that reason, we've come to this conference to ask for funding to examine these similarities and add practical time travel to Exoplanetary's many resources. Wunderbar! With this technology, nothing in the world can stop us now. That uh, certainly sounded sinister. Uh, excuse me, Dr. Handsome, I have a question. Yes, the noisy man in the brown bathrobe. Hello, yes. Just curious about the topic of this lecture. Will Calvert Wolverton be on the panel? No. Wolverton has not been seen in public for months. It's assumed that he's traveling through time. Oh, wow. Either that, or he miscalculated and wound up shredded into so much temporal coleslaw. Yikes. So, he won't be here today. Precisely. If that's the case, I'll just duck out. Could you please excuse me? Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm very sorry. Pardon. Just oh, pardon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the feet. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pardon. I'm sorry. Pardon. Pardon. Oh, I'm sorry. Pardon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ben, look at all these people. I see them. We have to blend in. How? They're all wearing uniforms. We only brought our combat gear. Over there. They're getting the uniforms from that room across the way. Excuse Sorry. me. Excuse me. I just need to get over there. Excuse me. Excuse me. Thank you. That should give us some privacy. Let's make the most out of it. Our intelligence at Chaturanga is planning to disrupt the science conference is still less than 24 hours old. Cortez-1 has thousands of people working on board. Now that we have uniforms, we can blend in and look around. Nobody will notice three more. This is your operation, Ben. Where do you want us? I'm going to investigate the conference itself. Ishmael, I want you checking out here below the decks. Condal, I want you taking the residents above. Got it. Remember that Chaturanga likes to recruit people close to their intended targets. Look for people with access to the Kidding family, but don't trust anyone you haven't cleared. Not even the Kidding family? Especially the Kidding family. All right. Heading out? Keep those radios on. Right. Be careful. Are you all right, Ben? I'm close, Condola. I can feel it. Is that why you brought this thing? My katana? I suppose so. I remember when they arrived at the diner for you. Bloodstained drones. The drones of Father Omega. I melted them down to their base materials. With the steel, 
I fashioned this sword. But why? To remember. This was only ever intended to hang in a place of honor. To look at it and think about those I've lost. And now you plan to raise it in anger? Never in anger. With Chaturanga, it's only in defense. How do you keep it hidden? Can't really. I was hoping to find a security uniform. Might seem less conspicuous. Security? I saw some over here. Ben, look at this. At what? A body. He was stabbed. Let me scan. Upward angle. The killer might be shorter. A meter and a half or so. Seems to confirm our intelligence, wouldn't you say? Glad I brought my vest. I'm going to get up there. Radio your father with the details. Be careful. You too, Ben. Do you have any questions? Oh, I'm just looking. Thank you. Are you sure? You're my fifth just looking in the last hour. Look, I know the XO execs like to keep discreet, but I think I'd get a few nibbles. Okay, I'll bite. Tell me about your project. Okay. It's the latest in surgical androids, able to perform thousands of medical procedures from removing hangnails to organ transplants, all with precision no human could ever hope to achieve. And at twice the price. Well, accuracy is expensive. Of course it is. I'm sure they're magnificent. I'm just a little cynical when it comes to the medical industry. Uh, yes, but these advances are saving lives. And the billing departments are ruining those lives. Okay, well, maybe I'll invent a way to run a hospital without money next. That would be useful. Hmm, so you aren't an exo-executive, are you? Nope, just a concerned citizen of the universe. A A concerned what now? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Don't break anything. Don't, actually, don't, just don't touch it. Okay, bye. Have a good conference. Alice. Alice, is that you? Peter? What? No, 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 it can't be. Wait a moment. Wait. You aren't the exo-traveler. I, no, you're right. I'm the, uh, human. This doesn't look like the French Riviera. Maybe this is our hotel room. I hope so. I could use a nap. Maybe a bath first. I don't think this is our hotel. In fact, I'm pretty sure we're not even in our own galaxy. Well, this bedroom is certainly humanoid. The clothes in this closet look like they belong to a human. Uh, I, I don't understand. I haven't been waylaid like this since I internalized my time travel device. Maybe you need to be recalibrated. What was that? Nothing. I just found the WC. Give me a moment, if you please. I'll take all the time you need.
Am I in the right place? I'm the new cook. Thank goodness, we're swamped. Yeah, this place is a madhouse. A madhouse? What do you mean? Well, I don't know what they told you when you took this job, but the entire station is exhausted. Beyond exhausted. Normally they hire more people for these science conferences, but with so many folks scattering through the exoports, there just ain't nobody willing to take just any job. It's like the Wild West out there, and we're stuck here in the Mild East. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Mild East. Yeah, it's a pretty funny <laughs> one. How has the station dealt with that? Androids? A few, but you know how these toffs are. They want only the best. Human servants or nothing. Meanwhile, if I had an android, we could go for a break. Yeah, maybe some of that stuff I've been growing in hydroponics, eh? Boy, kitchens are the same wherever you go. It's true. I can't believe I have to work like this. Living in the future, we were supposed to have flying cars and jetpacks. Yeah, now they've got them, but you work all day and nobody can afford them. Let me get change and I'll give you a head. You tell me more about what's been going on. Oh, we've got the whole story. Don't worry. I can't believe it. It's been too long. It's been too, too long. Brother Dustin, may I give you a friendly embrace? Of course you may. Oof, oof. Hug nice. Estelle, it's so good to see you. Brother Dustin? Whoever thought my shyest classmate would become one of the most famous people in the galaxy? Famous? Well, I don't know about all of that. But Dustin, your podcast has become quite popular. Over 7 billion downloaded. My little podcast? Pull the other one. Look around, Brother Dustin. These people may not know what you look like, but when they hear your voice, they look at you as if they're hearing an old friend. Gosh, maybe I should have washed my robe. Never change, Dustin, baby. Listen, you two, I have a couple of matters to attend to. Why don't you look around for a bit and use your amazing tastemaker powers to find me Exoplanetary's next big project. Ta-ta, lovers! She hasn't changed at all. Well, she's a bit taller. Uh, right. I, I meant... never mind. Oh my goodness! Look who's coming over here! It's Dr. Elliot Handsome! I think it's actually Hanscom. Dustin, how's my breath? Is there anything in my teeth? Smells fine. You've always had excellent dental hygiene. I say there, you clerics! I saw you in my presentation, didn't I? I just realized who you are. Your brother Dustin, aren't you? Uh, I am Dr. Handsome, I presume. No, wait, I, I, I didn't mean... No, no, it's, it's quite all right. He's so down to earth. And no wonder you are asking about Calvert. He's your older brother, isn't he? Yes, he is. Listen, I'm putting together an experiment based on your brother's ideas. We're running it on board the Conquistador. I'd love to show you what we're working on. <clears throat> oh, uh, would it be all right if I brought my friends? Of course, bring anyone you like. See you there. Wow. Invited to Dr. Hansen's lab. He is really good looking, isn't he? I should probably go back to my cabin, take a shower, and get ready. Uh, needing a shower reminds me. I need to find Brother Kermit. I haven't seen him since we got on board. Brother Kermit? Yes, when I told him I was coming here to Cortez One, he was very excited. Something about a family matter he needed to attend to. Peter, what are you doing here? I am surprised to see you. 
Well, it's not an unpleasant surprise. It's good to see. Don't touch me. I I'm sorry. I, I know I may have been very standoffish the last time we met, but things have changed for me considerably since then. Me too. I, I didn't mean to snap at you. I've just been through things I'm not sure I can explain. Oh, I'd like to hear. Later. Some other time. What brings you back to Cortez One? Oh. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you never knew. Knew what? I'm sorry. I'm used to people just knowing. Uh, for years, I've lived with the name Peter Koenig. But my real name is Peter Kidding. You're part of the Kidding family. You're related to Edgar and Grant? Yes, they're my older brothers. I never had their ambition for business, so I didn't really spend much time with the family. I ran away as a kid and learned what I could on the run. Every now and then they'd find me and bring me home, but uh, never for long. You never really talked about your family. Oh, can you understand why? You had this amazing family full of great people, and all I had were a bunch of greed bags. But it was good for some things. Like what? When my father, the president of Exoplanetary, disappeared under mysterious circumstances, I took the job working with the Exo-Travelers to give me the income I'd need to search for him and bring him home. Peter, I don't know how to feel about seeing you here. Oh, I didn't tell anyone. They even edited my Exo-Traveler, mostly because they were afraid of it telling people family secrets. Of course. You have no idea what happened with the Exo-Travelers. What happened with us? Well, I've heard the rumors, like everyone else, about how the Exo-Travelers had something to do with setting up the Exo-Ports. Why? What have you heard? What I've heard is a bit more, uh, first-hand. But what I really want to get down to is why you're here at the conference. I've sat aside for too long, Alice. I've come back to claim my place at the head of Exoplanetary. I'm tired of watching this company exploit people. We live in a limitless universe now. I want to turn Exo into something that will help all sentient beings everywhere. Can you do that? I can, yes. I have a daughter. And the family's kept us apart for too long, but I can rely on her to help me. A daughter? I had no idea. Well, Edgar and Grant have been training her to take over the company. And they don't know what we're really up to. Can you trust her? I believe so. What's more, I have a good idea of where my father might be. With the history and the future of Exoplanetary behind me, I don't see how I can lose. I don't know. Edgar and Grant are very dangerous men. I know. But I can rely on my other family members. And you, I hope... Oh, Peter. I don't know. There's plenty that you don't know about my life. Come look at this, Amelia. It looks like a beautiful starry night. Yes, but look at the ground. There isn't any. We're on a space station. I, I bet my life on it. 
On a space station where? Well, this is a new invention of mine. It looks at star fields and determines your location in the universe, and... We're in the Andromeda Galaxy. The exoports are truly everywhere now. Maybe we should clear out of here, Calvert. I I'm not sure we're necessarily welcome here in the back of beyond. You never know what trouble I Oh, oh my giddy aunt. What, what, what is it? Calvert, do you remember when you told me that you faint at the sight of blood? You may not want to come in here. Well, that only happened once and... More at all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please, please, don't faint. You might hurt yourself. Oh, that's the most brutal thing I've ever... Amelia. I know those men. Well, who are they? Edgar Grant Kidding, the, the CEO and chairman of the board of Exoplanetary. I'm, I think I'm going to be sick. These men were stabbed to death by a homicidal maniac. We'd better make ourselves scarce. Oh, I need to find a bathroom first. What you don't realize is that I might be able to help you more than you know. How do you mean? Peter, I'm not the Alice you knew. The human Alice you came here and watched the launch with. You? You're the exo-traveler? I am. And there's so much more I want to tell you about, but I'm not sure. Oh, you don't need to. In your own time. But... If you're going to change exoplanetary into a force for good, uh, that's a massive thing. You have my help. Well, that means the world to me, Alice. It means so much to me, too. More than I can tell you. doing in there? You just hang in there. I I'll be right back. Thank you. I swear, Calvert Wolverton is the most delicate daisy that ever dared to leave his own backyard. Something is nagging at the back of my mind about that gruesome sight, though. And if we depart without looking at it, I'll be thinking about it for the rest of my- <gasps> Greetings, Miss Earhart. It's you. After all this time, I, I never thought I'd see you again. And after this day is done, we will not cross paths again. Today is the day that your debt to me is paid. No. I, I cannot do it. He's a fool and a half, but he doesn't deserve to die. Is that so? And there's no way that I could possibly take his life. I don't have a massacre like this planned for Calvin Wolverton. Nor will I rely upon you to murder him. You won't? No. By being here, his fate is sealed. And if I force him to leave? Then I can risk you back to the moment I rescued you on Nikumaroro. What I agreed to on that island was under duress. I faced certain death. And you will face it again, Miss Earhart. 
should you defy me? Damn you, you bronze butcher! Damn you and your devil in the deep blue sea double dealing! He's gone. No, he's not. I'm right here. Oh, Calvert. But what was all this whispering about? I was... I was cursing the madman who committed this awful crime. Yes, well, it's much easier to look at on an empty stomach. Let's leave this horrible place. No, I, I heard what you said as a, you were walking away from the bathroom. Oh, the, the daisy thing? Oh, I, I didn't mean it. Yes, but I meant the other thing. If we don't find out who killed these men, it's going to drive us crazy. No, Calvert. When you're right, you're right. I'm not leaving this station until I know who killed the heads of Exoplanetary. We're not detectives, Calvert. If anything, we're likely to cause more problems than we solve. It's not just that, Amelia. Look at this. My device that places us in the Andromeda Galaxy also identifies a spike in temporal kinetics somewhere in the vicinity of this space station. Temporal what's it? Temporal kinetics. So, whatever or whoever executed these executives almost certainly has something to do with that as well. Now, come on. Oh, the game's afoot, and your foot's about to connect with a cosmic banana peel, Calvert Wolverton. Oh, murder. I have to convince him to leave. I find it hard to believe that he'd be cooped up in this room during the science conference. Maybe he got in touch with his family. If nothing else, I can leave a note for him. Brother Kermit? Brother Kermit? Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh my god, all the blood. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, what do I do? What do I do? I'm done for, lad. You have been listening to Exoplanetary, Dr. Hansen, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Exoplanetary, written by C. Christopher Hart, performed by Theriel Elliott as Alice Wolverton, David Loftus as Ben Wolverton, C. Christopher Hart as Calvert Wolverton, Bobby Eversman as Brother Dustin, Stephanie Leet as Mother Invention, Sky Stafford as Amelia Earhart. Stephanie Steffi D. Harvey as Condola Yacoub. Kenneth Dimble as Ishmael Yacoub. Rob Bacours as Peter. Roxy Diamond as Estelle Kidding. Heidi Stefan as the Venerable August Rutherford. Michael Burles as Dr. Handsome and Chef Carmen. Kyle Stroud as Professor Ernst and Chef Tony. Rhiannon Dowling as Shirley. And Bill Terry as Brother Carmen. Script consultant Ash Freeman. Produced by C. Christopher Hart. Music provided by Jacob Jansen. Additional music by Daniel D. Dowell. Sound effects by Danger Marshall. This play, the characters, situations, and associated intellectual property. Copyright 2021 to 2022 by C. Christopher Hart. All rights reserved. Recorded at the Willamette Radio Workshop in sunny Portland, Oregon.